0: This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence this is financial detox
1: this is financial detox and I'm Jason Labrum your host in studio with Alex Kling and Smith and we are bringing you a great show today we're going to be talking about real estate investing and how that fits into your portfolio financial detox well first of all welcome Alex hey hey Here welcome we are. Here we are in a beautiful, but it's not that beautiful right now yet, actually on a Wednesday. It's but not beautiful at all. Game, I guess maybe. it's beautiful if you are working outside in the yard because it's not hot. This is the best kind of weather to get really sunburned in though, right? Because the sun is up there. It's warm, but it's definitely overcast. I don't, make, know, how how I don't
2: know how that works. I don't know how that
1: works. I don't Refraction or something? Is that true or is that just like a rumor? To try and sell more sunscreen. Probably it's true, but because people see it's overcast,
2: they don't um, put on sunscreen, and then that's why you get burned. But if you just treat it as if it was a sunny day, you'd probably be okay. That's my theory. I think it's a good theory, dude. Good job. <laughs> I don't sell sunscreen though, but.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, um,
2: May gray, June gloom. Yes, it's uh, June 9th. here.
1: We are San Diego, June. I what I don't understand is how fast the year goes. Yeah, and how we're already halfway through nineteen. So I I don't know if this whole theory about you get older time flies. Um, it's so true that the days it's even, are, yo- are long but the years are short
2: no yeah. That's
1: what it is. My days are short, too.
2: (laughs) Well, it's because you spent the first part of this year coaching like
1: 16 teams, which is super fun, right? I mean, you're probably a really good coach by now. I'm not that good, actually. (laughs) Well, I love the kids and I love firing them up. And then I love yelling at them when they don't do a good job and then giving them (laughs) hugs when they do a good job and cheering them on. But it's uh, tough. I just took the Galaxy
2: training over the past few days, like little snippets of online stuff. They make you do all this extensive training for really good training, actually. So how do you spot bullying and harassment and and, uh, hazing and like it was actually the hardest so we do continuing education for our CFps right, right. and, and it was for other bully training this was, was hardier, harder, harder than our CFP for me be, not that I <laughs> couldn't pass it but it was very like subjective like if you see a kid doing this what do you do and it's like all the answers are right I'm like I don't know
1: all those things and like no you do this one and I'm like oh man this is harder than I thought so, so it's kind of like investing whether you're investing in real estate or stocks <laughs> um, is it's it's harder than most people think yes it's not easy to get it right although at at first glance and at first brush, it'd be easy. I'm going to buy a piece of real estate and we're going to spend this show talking about real estate a little bit. And we'll also interweave and talk about traditional portfolios and whatnot. We run a real estate investment fund that's done uh, what we think is well. Um, Better than we expected. Yeah. um, Nice to have a little luck behind you. But then we also run traditional portfolios for our clients. So it depends on the client and the situation. But we also see all kinds of investors and their real estate and their attitudes or perceptions or understanding of real estate and how it works. So it's interesting that some of those thoughts are are, are actually quite delusional and some of them are accurate and some of them have worked really well. But I would say in general, uh, I've seen people create more wealth over periods of time general, you know, whatever, over time. I've seen more people create wealth in real estate than in the stock market or investment portfolios. It's a pretty strong statement coming from you who runs a wealth management firm. <laughs> it is, and I and I think it's <clears throat> a tribute to actually how, I don't know about a tribute, if that's the right word, but how and why we run portfolios the way we do because mm-hmm. we think we can make the experience for an investor in traditional public markets, i.e. stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, I think we can make that experience significantly better by following the discipline and process we do, which we talk about on all our shows. So if you want to hear about that, check out any of our shows at financial detox.com. And you can also um, give us a call. If you want to hear more about that at eight, seven, 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 eight, 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 nine.
2: Do you but, say that? Because, because when you buy a real estate property and you have, whether it's good luck or bad luck with timing, perhaps you're not timing anything. Cause you just own it forever. Are you saying that because you have maybe lack of transparency and control over the real estate when compared to a publicly traded liquid on your cell phone screen decision-making process, which is the market?
1: Totally. I mean, I believe that people respond very emotionally to investment portfolios and they have their finger on the trigger at all times. So when right at that point they hit maximum emotional strain, Or maximum sensationalism from the media, they can make a decision very quickly and easily, uh, and very inexpensively. Instantaneously, yeah, instantaneously, and therefore, yeah, therefore, you as investors, we see people constantly destroying their potential for returns because of their behavioral mistakes. When it comes to investing in traditional markets, because like in with real estate, they don't make those as much. Because I listen to this. I mean, think about yeah. this. Think about your peers and your friends, and just the, just your your circle of influence. And if you asked. What do you do, you own real estate? What are you going to do when the market goes down? And they all say, I will hold it. I'll never sell my real estate when it's down. What about if we're fighting with China or Mexico over trade? Yeah. I'll never sell my real, sell my real estate <laughs> when it's down because I can see it, because I can touch it, because I can hold it. Yeah. And then if you ask them, what are you going to do if your stock portfolio goes down 30%? They're going to say, I'm out. I'm getting out. So people just have (laughs) a different perspective because they think of real estate as long term. But for some reason, even though everybody knows level 101 of investment, it's long term. You got to have a long term approach. People don't think of it as long term because it's in your face every day. So that causes huge behavioral blunders, which destroys people's returns. So yes, I've said, even as the owner of a wealth management firm that I've seen probably seen in my life, more people create more wealth through real estate than uh, traditional investment portfolios. It's because they do traditional investment portfolios so incorrectly. And they don't have the they same do kind so. of control over the real estate. Yeah.
2: They can't go panic and like, oh, okay, panic. I'm going to sell my house today. Right. I just sold my house. It did not take a day. It took a lot of time and <laughs> energy and effort and cost. Oh my gosh. Cost. And it was actually a really, really smooth one. Like it was great. But well, but you and still. I
1: personally have, can deal with this. So like you're talking about it because you just sold your house, just sold a house ago. And two I'm in the ago. middle of selling mine, and <laughs> I've got people there right now fixing pieces of wood that needed to be fixed or something. I don't know. So it's not easy. <laughs>
2: we're, we're both selling. So we're I mean, people listening are probably like, well, whoa, whoa, where are you guys going? We're not going far. <laughs> we're right
1: here. We're North <laughs> County boys. We're going to stay. I'm moving two miles away. Actually, I think I'm going about. Too also, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. So we're not
2: leaving. We're not moving somewhere else. But no. um, in case you were wondering, in right. you care, we're not going anywhere. So, so but real the, estate. What the, do you do with real estate? That's the point of the show. Well,
1: right? and I, yeah, and, and how do you evaluate? How do you know that it's working for you? And what are some of the benefits and pros and cons? You know, I think uh, we'll get into that as we go throughout the show. We're going to talk about pros and cons, uh, how to do it, how to make it work for you, and then also I think it will dovetail into how you can make also by listening to the show and just thinking about the things we're talking about, you can make your investment portfolio—your stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs—you can make that work better too. Yep. So all that coming up. Stay with us. It's Financial Detox, and we're talking about real estate as a part of your investment portfolio. I'm Jason Labrum. We'll be right back. You know what you're actually paying your financial advisor or stockbroker? You should. Is there a plan? How clearly does your advisor explain that plan? Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. You've heard us on our radio program, Financial Detox. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, you You never need to worry about hidden fees again. We are committed to disclose all sources of compensation because we believe transparency is the cornerstone of a successful relationship. I invite you to take our portfolio challenge. If we can't measurably improve what you're doing with your portfolio, given your goals and objectives, we will send you a Visa gift card for $100. Once again, if we can't measurably improve what you're doing, we'll send you a Visa gift card for $100. Ask for the Portfolio Challenge. That's the Intelligence Driven Advisors. Difference, learn more at intelligencedrivenadvisors.com or call 877-707-8889. Once again, that's 877-707-8889. Welcome back. It's Jason Labrum. This is Financial Detox. And today we are talking about should real estate be part of your investment portfolio? And also, we're just going to well-round this conversation and, and look at why people tend to do better in real estate, why people have the attitude they have about real estate when they don't have that attitude about investing in stocks and bonds. So here's the one i like to talk about Alex. And I think you've probably heard me say this. Hopefully our listeners haven't, uh, aren't bored with me uh, saying this if they've heard it, but you know, when you think about real estate as investment, people say, I can touch it. I can go buy it. I can pick up the dirt. I can feel it. It's there. It creates income.
2: Oh yes. So course. touch
1: it, feel it creates income. Okay. Well, I want to just do a quick comparison of that. And I'm not here to bash real estate. In fact, we're talking about the pros and cons, the pros and mostly the pros of investing in real estate. But what if you have a diversified portfolio and you own all the greatest companies in the world <laughs> through a basket of stocks, an ETF or a mutual fund? Um, can you go check out your companies? Can you go see Do they see own them? real estate too? Think about that one. How much real estate does Amazon and Apple own? Right. And then what about it? Can I drive by McDonald's and see my my stock, my holding? Sure. Can I go to Amazon? Sure. I'm online. I was there earlier today. I bought something. Um. What about if I have, you know, a real estate company, Realty Income right here in Escondido? Can I go see? Sure, I can go see the company. So I would suggest that we think about those in a similar fashion. They're both investments. They're both tools to preserve, grow, uh, create wealth, and create income. And I think you can go see your stocks just like you. In fact, I think you not only can go see your stocks, touch them, and feel them, but I think you're actually patronizing your own business every day. Perhaps perhaps people have a lack of trust if they can't control the
2: entire process, and that's perhaps why some people want the real estate control, Ooh, for control. better or worse. You have risk sure. and control, right? If yep. you have a stock, you have different kinds of risk, and you have no control over what the
1: companies do because right. they're run by people that yep. you'll never you're meet. You're trusting the board of directors, and you're trusting one- the organization versus you trusting your own intellectual capital, your own moral Code of ethics and what decision not. making and whatnot. So I think good People point. that are like, I
2: want control, but with control you get <laughs> with control. all the risk of w- yeah, a bad tenant. You know, so that's. So let's let's talk about some specific types of real estate you could invest in and you and maybe you should. Yes, rental property, re- residential, single family. You know, I want to buy a three bedroom home and have as a rental rental income source. Okay, right. People have that that well, exists.
1: Well, right, and also one of the things that can be really cool about rental real estate or real estate as an investment is the leverage. Especially in the interest rates that we've experienced recently and are still experiencing today, which are crazy interest rates, so leverages when you're borrowing money, and and you're levering up, right? So you're you're borrowing money. You so let's just put it simple math where you know you buy a uh, five hundred thousand uh, dollar rental property, and you only have to show up with roughly a hundred thousand bucks, right? So it only costs you a hundred thousand to control five hundred thousand. Uh, of assets. However, um, you then have to pay interest because of your leverage Mm -hmm. on the 400,000, but that interest rate is so low today that if your income or the growth of appreciation over long periods of time is better, then that can be a, a really good positive, right? Sure. And that's why people like real estate because they have the
2: leverage. You get to then take a five hundred thousand dollar performing asset at that point that is going to generate income, which is going to be you can call this rental income, you can call it a dividend, you can call it interest. I don't care what you call it; it's basically the same thing with different tax ramifications. Yep. You get some depreciation in there, so you actually get and some uh, deductions for it being a rental property, perhaps depending on how you how you have this set up in your tax world. Yep. You also get something that you'll never. Uh, rarely will get somewhere else where where if you're transferring this to the next generation, you can get a step up. So there's yeah. some really
1: interesting tax but things there. But you get there. a step up in your investment That's portfolio
2: right. too. Good point.
1: So that, right. one does, that one neutralizes on that part. Very neutral. <laughs> but the other thing, so here's what happens on the individual real estate properties. And my this is just my experience, which I, I would challenge our listeners to think this way. So how much equity do I have in that property? 100000 in that example. Right. In this case, I have $100,000 tied up. What is my net rate of return on that 100000 So that means I have to take, all right, my mortgage cost, right? So let's say that I pay... The debt service. Yeah, you got to service the debt. Principal and interest. So then you have property tax, oh, right? Man. That's a fun one. So then you have... Homeowner's insurance. Maybe, yeah, let's call it insurance. Yep, homeowner's association, probably in Southern Ma- California. Maybe an association with- dues. Um, you probably have a landscaper. Or something, or a pool guy. Right. And you have then maintenance on the house. Maintenance is my favorite one. Like, it's the knew- one nobody ever adds up or keeps track of. Well, and you, and you try to pretend like it didn't happen. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I right. had to replace that. Yeah, water I did had to replace the water heater. Oh, the crack in the sidewalk because the tree was coming up through it. Yeah, we had to take that tree out. Then we had to redo the sod on the lawn and redo the or concrete. Tenant moves out and you have to put five grand into like paint and like you holes be, in the wall and right. whatever, you know. You have holes all over. You got to redo that. So those are the things that people forget. So what we're trying to do, and we do this really well for our our potential clients and our clients and yeah. we invite you to check it out you can you can look us up at financialdetox.com and you can also give us a call at eight seven 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 zero seven eight, 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 nine. But what we'll do is take a look at that real estate with you, itemize all those expenses. And then what you have to do is you have to figure those expenses that don't come every month. Mm -hmm. What are the ones that come every six months or every other year or every fifth year? And then you just basically amortize those out to a monthly amount. And then you say, what is my net return? If I have a (laughs) hundred thousand dollars invested, if you're actually losing money, then I would say that rental real estate is probably not that good of investment but then you got to consider the growth of the property over
2: time yeah, appreciation and taxes are two other variables we have a spreadsheet right? so call us or email yeah. us and we'll do this for you and help you see if you're actually making money on your rental property right? and
1: what's been our result though because we have a couple minutes before we, we roll into it's a break rare, here it's rare when some it's extremely rare like one out of ten maybe that have eight. you seen have you though seen positive ones because personally I've never seen I think with the exception of one or two yeah out of 40 or 50 <laughs> that, have I whoa have, literally yeah have I seen a a client have an individual rental real estate property that was cash flowing better or more including appreciation than a diversified portfolio i want to answer that when we come back from a break because i think i, have I want to wait. hear your story on that okay because you're you've met with different clients than i have and and my family comes from a family of, diversified of real estate and, and mine families families. does not So, yeah, that's cool. I think we want to talk about that. And we'd love to hear your stories, too, and get your take on it. So the best way to get a hold of us is FinancialDetox.com. You can send an email right to my inbox, Jason at FinancialDetox.com, or you can give us a call at 877-707-8889. Stay with us. We will be back in just a moment. Do you know what you're actually paying your financial advisor or stockbroker? You should. Is there a plan? How clearly does your advisor explain that plan? Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. You've heard us on our radio program, Financial Detox. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, you never need to worry about hidden fees again. We are committed to disclose all sources of compensation because we believe transparency is the cornerstone of a successful relationship. I invite you to take our portfolio challenge. If we can't measurably improve what you're doing with your portfolio given your goals and objectives, we will send you a Visa gift card for $100. Once again, if we can't measurably improve what you're doing, we'll send you a Visa gift card for $100. Ask for the portfolio challenge. That's the intelligence-driven advisors difference. Learn more at intelligencedrivenadvisors.com or call 877-707-8889. Once again, that's 877-707-8889. Okay, welcome back. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labrum, your host. We invite you to give us a call at 877-707-8889. If you would like to pursue better with your investment portfolio and even better understand your real estate investments like we're talking about today, we can help you. We are the financial detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. And this is what we do is help people detoxify their thought processes around investing, understand what the numbers really are, make better decisions, and therefore you can create and preserve wealth in a much more efficient manner. And all the while you get to do it with financial peace of mind. That's the Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. I'm Jason and in studio here's Alex Klingen Smith with me. We are talking about real estate and Alex, we kind of teased up before the break. You're coming in this segment here and you're going to tell us mm. your experiences as an advisor for more than a decade, almost two decades of advising clients yeah. on Time flies. and you have a family with legacy of owning real estate. And so what is your, what has been your experience and what have you found when dealing with clients when they own real estate and their, their thoughts, perceptions, and then actually the realities around that? Sure. And maybe I'll approach it this way. I'll say that there's, it's great. It's really
2: important in life to save money as you make it uh, for the purpose of one day not having to work for uh, income anymore and be able to draw from a diversified source of income. So sources of income, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So the, I think it's very simple. The people that are successful with real estate dedicate to becoming experts at real estate, just like the people that are successful at investing in public markets, like what we do for our clients, dedicate themselves to becoming experts. What people, where people will make mistakes and have made mistakes and where you see all those negative analysis is where you see that the real estate's actually maybe negative. <clears throat> mm-hmm even after giving them the credit of appreciation, potential appreciation and some of the tax, you know, uh, taxability saving there because people aren't experts at real estate when they have a full-time job and a family and this and that and coaching and the, uh, this, that and the other, right? Mm-hmm. Because they have a property that maybe they've inherited or they've just decided, hey, we need to diversify our money so let's buy a rental property. That's what people right. in Cal- because they, they hear it. say it all the time. Well, they because they, it hear, they what, hear it. Yeah, they, they be, be smart people like you that just said, I've seen the most wealth built in real estate. Well, then I should then go buy real estate. Mm-hmm. That's the next action people take. Okay, cool. But are you an expert in identifying asymmetrical risk in a property? Do you know how to get value when you make the purchase? Do you know how to operate the actual asset? Meaning, do you know how to manage and be a landlord?
1: Even make know, even make the offer and negotiate the original contract because you can get smoked thirty or forty thousand dollars right. in a contract just by better negotiating skills.
2: Successful <laughs> real estate investors dedicate themselves to becoming experts. They, it's an ongoing thing. It's not like, a, okay, I'm really good. I'm going to make some acquisitions and then I'm going to just sit back and chill. No, you have to be, it's a it's a dedication to making it successful. So the, the few that I have seen that the one that attends, they don't own one rental property <laughs> that they happen to just come across. They own two, three, four of them and it's a significant piece of of their portfolio yep. and that's what our that's why our fund is our yep. fund is even we realized that we needed to partner with people that are even more experts
1: than us especially in yes. large apartments and value add and building and yeah. construction and Multifamily. modeling, renaming and rebrand yeah that's a whole so we even we realized
2: listen we need to partner with people that do this they do this and only this all day every day with a team of experts that have proven success. So that's kind of my take on it. I yeah. mean, there's, there's different ways to buy real estate. You don't have to go and put a hundred thousand dollars of your hard earned after tax money into
1: a property. You could, you could buy it through public shaded markets <clears throat> you could go into a fund. Yeah. There's great real estate funds available. You don't have the control like you mentioned earlier, yeah. but you still have an opportunity to get exposure to real estate, not only apartments, but, but industrial and retail and all the different asset classes.
2: It's just a very. It's it's much more than just saying I'm going to go and buy a rental property because I just because I can. Should I though? Like because a hundred thousand dollars, if you had the discipline and you had a coach, an advisor like us that was able to show you the hundred thousand dollars could be diversified across thousands of companies and stocks
1: and bonds, including and, real estate, including real estate, right? You know, and you could there. get a reasonable rate of return in a in a pretty conservative portfolio would generate roughly five six thousand dollars a year in return on that. And so that's five or 6%. And if you go out and look at real estate cap rates right now, and that's where I was getting at earlier is most every person that I've done a real estate analysis for roughly 30 or 40, unfortunately their rates of returns are like one, two, zero, three. So they're not getting the rate of return. Um, but they get the headaches. They do. They (laughs) get a lot of risk and stuff, but they're still, I'm not saying it doesn't work because it certainly can. And, you, you got to consider all factors, right? Not only what is my cash yield, but how much equity am I building in that mm. over time, right? What is the equity that if, if somebody's renting it, they're paying down the mortgage on that, right? They're paying down the equity or they're building up your it's, equity. That's why
2: we more. like in our fund. So and to be like for people listening, they're like, oh, what are they selling? We're not really selling anything. We're just trying right. to talk about the different options. But we have made a decision at our firm to have this fund that there's a specific type of real estate that we like right now, that right. we like, that we're comfortable yep. with. Because, and it's very similar to how we invest. If you think about it in public markets, right. it's <laughs> diversified its value. Yep. That sounds a lot like our investment philosophy. It does value versus growth and discipline and dis, and you have <laughs> diversified meaning we have 200 unit multifamilies that are, that are not the premium a class buildings. They're like C plus B minus that then you can,
1: bring up to the market. Yeah, you take a C building and you turn it into a B plus and all of a sudden you have Same, philosophy, Same right? thing we do in our strategies. In our portfolios, right. We're looking for, we tend to tilt towards value. We tilt towards smaller cap because we know that over time that produces a much better long-term rate of return. We feel we have yeah. historical evidence that supports that. So it's a great conversation. Uh, and like Alex said at best, you know, we're not trying to sell anything on this. But what we are, uh, I think, selling is the fact that you can come to a firm that operates as a fiduciary, legally bound to act in your best interest, the financial detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors with offices all over Southern California, Scottsdale, Texas, and we can help you walk through this and craft a plan and run the real numbers so you know what outcomes you can expect and you can create reliability and you can create financial peace of mind. And that's what we do at the financial detox team and intelligence driven advisors. It's a short, quick show, but lots of information. Check us out at financialdetox.com. You can get all of our past shows there and we love you to give us a call. If you have any questions or you want to sit down and schedule a consultation where there is no cost or obligation. We can help you evaluate this as it relates to your personal situation. The number is 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. I'm Jason Labrum. This is Financial Detox. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week.
0: To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit FinancialDetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for Financial Detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind.
3: This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labrum and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions. Taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss. Investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.